Hello and welcome to Divisive Issues, Foulmouth spoiler-filled comic book podcast where four friends just talk about Bleach forever. Yes, <laughs> that's in the show. Yeah, so we are, if you listened to the last couple episodes, you know that we're about to jump back into what was originally planned to be part two of Bleach that is now part three. So, peek behind the curtain, and we made this clear last time. We're recording this immediately following last week's episode. So, just go listen to part one and two before listening to this one, because we're not going to recap anything. Yep. So, Ichigo's a guy who... Oh, and I'm Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sly. I'm Phil. I- I'm Daryl. <laughs> I'm Ichigo. Okay. So I'm Ori are... <laughs> So, we're jumping in right after that fight with chapter 120? Yeah, so this yes. is another large jump from the end of the Kenpachi fight, where we have a whole bunch of other things happen, and for instance, like... Ichigo and the rest of his dumb crew that he's with, they try and save Rukia as she's being transported from the Washington Monument Tower to another place. But Byakuya is there and they're like, no one can fight Byakuya. And uh, the cat lady is now just a lady, Yoruichi. And she gets Ichigo out of there and she's like, you, you literally, you can't fight him. He's just going to kick your ass because you haven't even healed after the, the Kenpachi fight. So she says, you're going to have to like fight him here. Like you're going to have to learn to get stronger in order to fight him. And how to get stronger in a shonen? Did you know there's actually another form to your sword? <laughs> yes. So the first state of release of a sword is Shikai. And the second Super state Saiyan. is... No, no. This is Super Saiyan. Bankai is the second state. So Bankai, if there's oh one God. word, there's one word you, you associate Bleach with, it's going to be Bankai. Bankai is the thing in Bleach that everyone like loves, that everyone wants to see. It's the Super Saiyan thing where you're like, I want to see someone reach this power level like to get here. Because a lot of people, Shikai, are just like, my sword like is bigger now and stuff. But the Bankais start to get wild they start to get really crazy and the other really cool thing about the series that's both cool and dumb is bankai is the highest power level throughout almost the entire series for a lot of people so you see people go into bankai and they're like this is my thing and no one's going to go into a third form of their sword bankai is going to be the ceiling and the hardest people are going to be those with just absolutely busted and broken like bankai abilities oh that's, I, that's actually way better than being i was expecting bankai 2 bankai x no. yeah X8. that's better than dragon ball yeah yeah because like super saiyan 5 it's like oh my god yeah this <laughs> is one of the things i really liked about it is like for instance ichigo's got trained to do his bankai and his bankai is not going to change when he gets it and stuff well there's like, you know, there's exceptions because he's Ichigo and there's more garbage that gets thrown in there later. But he's going to be using his Bankai throughout the whole series and you're like, oh, that's it. Like, this is this person's. This is this person's. And like part of the the thrill when you see the captains going to fight other people and like future arcs and stuff is that you're like, we haven't seen what they can do yet. So, yeah, uh, Yoruichi tells him it's like, so you can achieve Bankai and most of this stuff takes... Was it like 10 years? Uh, you, but you have to do it in three days. 10 or 20 years. You have to do it in three days. So we're going to do this risky training. And yeah, we get some numbers again. This will actually make you five to ten times stronger than yeah. your first form. <laughs> then we do a lot of skipping because as soon as Bankai is revealed, this is when we start getting like Bankai Fest where it's like Renji comes down, trains with them, and then he's like, shit, I got Bankai in one day. See you later. Because <laughs> now that he's got Bankai, he's like, I'm going to go fight uh, Byakuya and save her. And so he's like, check this out. And his, his sword whip becomes basically a giant like a uh, bone snake 
type of thing. Oh, that's cool. Where instead of just like it's a whip, it's like a segmented in different like a it's like a spinal cord with a giant like snake head at the end or dragon head at the end. And he uses it on Byakuya and Byakuya tells him literally, it's like, Did you forget I have Bankai too? And then he uses his Bankai on him and just beats the shit out of him and leaves him for dead. And then you have Kimpachi because he loves the fight with Ichigo so much. He just wants to find him again and like free him from prison and not have him die. And he ends up fighting two captains at the same time. And they're both using both of their Bankais on him. And he can't, he can't even go into Shikai, the first form. So he's just having to fight them without it. It's this really cool like moments where like things are starting to get like really crazy. Because now you have captains fighting other captains. You have Renji trying to fight against Byakuya and dying. But you're right, Daryl. Superman sucks because he's too strong. <laughs> well, no one's Superman <laughs> levels of strength yet here, Ryan. This, this is why I like this and I like Superman. Because I'm like, the, the Superman Wonder Woman fights, I'm like, this is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Or Superman and Doomsday. But what what ends up happening is basically no one's able to get to Rukia to stop her on the day of the execution. Like, it's already, like, too late. Ichi goes down in training. Renji fails. He gets his ass kicked. And then it, they bring her to the giant, like, uh, stand where they're going to execute her with that, that big, huge halberd. And it's this long chapter about Rukia basically coming to terms and being to peace with, like, well... You know, I'm going to die. I'm I'm thankful for my time in Soul Society, for everything that's happened. Like, I'm accepting my fate right now. So I have to I have to redact something I said last time where I talked about how Ichigo keeps getting stabbed to the chest and like, obviously nothing can kill these people. Yeah. But I guess that's why they have this huge, like, 20 story <laughs> halberd. Because that, that'll, even with my reduced stakes, I feel like this will probably do it. Especially when it turns into a giant firebird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to fly into you. It turns into a phoenix as the power of one million Zompaktos. So there's a, thou- a million swords worth of power in it. So that will probably And they even say the halberd has assumed its true form. Like, even this <laughs> stupid fucking sword yeah. is like, oh, it's this is my final form. Yeah, yeah so Ruki is like, Renji befriended me. My brother took me in. Assistant Cat. Oh, I didn't talk about Kayan at all. So, uh, Fuck him. No, no, because it's at least a little important. Kyan is the captain that had like trained her, and they were like best friends. Also, a, a pepper, right? What? Isn't there also a pepper? Pepper. <laughs> oh, goddamn. <laughs> anyway, Kyan trained her, and Kyan is who she's reminded of when she sees Ichigo, which if you remember way back during uh, when Byakuya, when he was capturing Rukia. He said to Ichigo, he's like, oh, I see the resemblance. I see why you like him. And this is one of the like the two things that I said that Kubo seeds in years in advance, where it's like, then it explains who Kayan is, that Ichigo's like this guy, that she basically had a crush on him. He's this captain, and he ended up being attacked by a hollow, and she had to kill him. So it's like this very like sad story between like this this unrequited it's not like love. She never says like I'm in love with him, but it's 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 the same thing as like Momo and Aizen. It's cool writing it, so it's not gonna be love. It's gonna be crushes. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like assistant. Captain, I like like so, him. yeah, <laughs> but he's he's like an important character just because it's like you can see the parallels between him and Ichigo. So he of. it's like Zach Fair and fucking Cloud Strike. Yes, exactly. So I just looked it up, and this is so chapter one twenty is about uh, I think it's like three or four years later. Mm-hmm. Then from when it started yeah. so yeah that's definitely some like pretty seated stuff yeah. yeah well it was a couple of chapters before this we get our yeah, two, just shy of three years so yeah. yeah 
But then she's like, you know, I'm ready to go on. Thank you, everyone. And thank you for trying to rescue me. And she goes, goodbye. And then as soon as the phoenix goes to hit, you see like a big explosion. Then nothing happened. And then standing in front of her is Ichigo. With his, and he just says, hey, to her. And you're like, oh, ooh, go, Ichigo. It's pretty he, cool. And he's not even looking at the bird. He's parrying it from behind his back. <laughs> yeah. And he's just looking at Ruki and saying, hey. Hey, what's and up? And this page is, like, more more stylized than the other ones mm-hmm. when he's just, like, standing there. It's it's pretty high. It's also, because he's been fought so much, he has, like, bandages all over his torso and up his arms and stuff. Makes yeah. it look cool. And she's like, get out of here. Byakuya's gonna kill you. And then people on the ground are like, how could he stop one million Zanpak toes? <laughs> yeah. which, which, to be fair, that doesn't make any sense, because I don't think anyone has, like, the power of one million Zanpak toes. And he's not even in uh, Bankai form. That's just his Shikai. Doesn't, uh, whatever. I also like that. <laughs> it's uh, hype. <laughs> I, also, I also like the first thing Rukia does when she sees Jigo. They, they start arguing again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I, thought it was cute. I actually like that too. Well, she says like I made peace with my death. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I don't want your help. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But it's funny. Like, it just it just remind me of their dynamic because they've they've been separate for the entire arc. Yeah, this is actually one of the reasons. This, even though I like I like this a lot, this did draw like why I actually like overall preferred the like more down to earth earlier stuff because like mm-hmm. this dynamic of media i'm like i did miss this this is more fun than just lots of fights to yeah me. and it's yeah. also why it's important to understand why this arc is it feels so cool is because yeah. you want them to meet up again and to have yes, that old dynamic absolutely that's stuff. a really good point so as this is going on the bird gets like wrapped around by these ropes by another captain and another captain helps that captain basically the, the captains start fighting because some of them are trying to actually destroy the yeah they were bird. they were like scheming behind the scenes they're like you know this is messed up that we're executing her for basically no reason so they get their commands from on high from like a council of 46 they're like the judiciary branch they they tell them what orders to do and these guys are the executive branch they go out and do it and so these guys have decided it's like you know what that's unfair we're gonna stop this this giant like halberd phoenix and so they come out and they they burst it into like a million pieces and stuff and then ichigo blows up the scaffold that rookie is on and they drop down to the ground and then we're skipping some chapters ahead because Renji grabs Rukia and leaves. And then we have a, like, Cat Lady has her own fight against the captain. And then <laughs> the two captains that came in to help fight against the head captain. And everyone's, like, releasing their Shikais and stuff. And you're like, oh, this is this cool power. This is this cool power. It's so funny, like, reading your edited version because yeah. <laughs> this ends. There's, like, at, they're at the top of a cliff. There's a big explosion. There's, yeah. like, a couple little dialogue moments. And then you say, skipping ahead a few chapters. And then it this chapter like <laughs> after the skip it starts with the same cliff exploding yeah. in the same way <laughs> so it's very not jarring <laughs> yeah and it's also because these things are happening like all simultaneously type of yeah. a deal like everyone jumps off to go fight and then we're just gonna skip to the byakuya versus ichigo fight mm-hmm. so this was this i was in, i was excited for kind of because i'm like he's being held up like i said like he's like itachi from naruto where you're like mm-hmm. he's the cool <laughs> like no talking uh obviously stronger than most people older character. brother <laughs> yeah older brother yeah. so i'm like he must have a really powerful uh, bankai yeah, sword bankai. ability and so ichigo uses here oh my god I, I i skipped this page because it was like a really boring page but he creates this giant slash in the ground and his move is called Getsugo Tencho. And I 
Love Hate Getsuga Tensho. Ichigo has one move he will use from now to the end of time. He never learns another move. It's just a big <laughs> like blade arc that he fires off. And it's so funny because all these other guys get such OP abilities. And he's still sitting here using the same goddamn move that he learned at like <laughs> level four. <laughs> oh, uh, when you have so a shining finger, you don't need to reinvent it, okay? Why I don't guess. reinvent but it? But the thing is, like, he doesn't kill anyone with it. Like, everyone deflects this attack. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyway, so he tries to use this against them. And he's like, wow, that's surprising. And then Ichigo's like, uh, use your Bankai on me. Come on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat your ass and stuff. And he's like, okay, if, if you want so badly, feast your eyes upon my Bankai. And it, I had said before that uh, Byakuyo's ability is his sword breaks off into a million petals. That's his first form, and all the petals are razor blades, and they cut people up and stuff because he can control them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, check this out. Drops his sword into the ground, and they get like 20 swords appearing up behind him in like two rows. And then they all shatter into petals. So now he controls like a billion petals that all rem- fly around. Uh, to, to keep using the shonen analogies, it reminds me a lot of Gara from Naruto, where yes. he stands there quite like... <laughs> Just basically arms folded as the pedals do the work. So, like, Ichigo's trying to fight him, and he's basically just fighting all these pedals that are just razors. Mm-hmm. And Byaku just stands there. And it's like, it shows you, it's like, it's they move in, like, a giant mass, and they're coming behind him. They slam him into the ground. And it's like, uh, it's an attack by millions of blades coming from all directions. Your Zanvakuto is powerful, but you'll never evade it with a big, slow move like that. And getting back, which is my favorite thing, how Sly said... Back in the last episode, how people always talk about how slow Ichigo is. I'm like, that's so good because then Ichigo's like, oh yeah, then check out my Bankai. And his, him going into Bankai gets its own chapter of just like him powering up and releasing it and stuff. And what happens is his big like butcher knife turns into a thin black katana and it makes him faster. That's its power. So well, that's, that's seeding in more <laughs> Kupilo the genius seeding in more plot yeah. devices. Finally, he's fast enough to catch up to Byakuya. It's funny how oh his sword is so big, sword is so big. His secret is his sword is now small. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like, you gotta go small to get big again. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go small to go fast. You know, yeah. the smaller it is, the faster you go. Oh my god, this is seriously just like the Rock Lee Gara fight where like the sand is too fast and then Gara takes off the weight or Rock Lee <laughs> takes off the weights and he's like, now I'm faster than your sand. And now yeah. he's like, oh my god, he's faster than my pedals. Yeah. And he, he literally does like the glance to the side, glance to the side as he's about to break through. But then Byakuya is like, time for my true final form. <laughs> yeah, so they don't have another step beyond B- Bankai, but he's like, this isn't my Bankai's actual ability. This is just like me using a lot of pedals. My true ability is for all my swords, my pedals to gather into like a ring of swords. And like, it makes like a death arena and then he picks up a sword. And now he's like, now I'm like super lethal with these swords. And now it's uh, Unlimited Blade Works from Fate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit different. <laughs> it is a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> I love all these, us throwing out all these dumb references. This is just like... <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> Ryan's sitting there, he's like, oh, Superman. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, are you, oh, you see? So what I'm thinking of right now is during this whole fight, it's very, very dramatic. And then they, they cut to, uh, every once in a while, they'll cut to this panel that was just like a chapter page of them really, really close together. But it's, like, much nicer than the other ones, and it looks like they're going to kiss. Yeah. There's probably a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, there is a lot. But there's one that, like... Oh, really I see the way you're looking at. Where he's like, I, where he says, like, couldn't react. Yeah. 
He would react to his kiss. Ichigo does the same to mock how fast he is. He runs up to uh, the guy, the brother, and he's like, uh, close enough to kiss him, and he just backs <laughs> off. And the guy's like, you're mocking me. You should have killed me, you fucking dumbass. But when they, when when there's the I couldn't react moment and they like look like they're about to kiss, that's the second time that panel's used. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's an inversion of, because the first time it happened was when Byakuya had beat Ichigo and it looked like they were going to kiss, but it's him walking past him and cutting him down. Yeah. But now Ichigo's doing it to him. Byakuya is like, I'm going to kiss you. And now Ichigo's like, no, I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> you. You could probably read a lot of homoerotic stuff into two guys with swords just banging each other, almost kissing. <laughs> <laughs> banging their swords against each other. Trying to re- like unleash their power. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as hard as I could be. <laughs> You're too fast. This isn't even my final four. <laughs> yeah. And while this is going on, there's like a side thing of like, just to show that like all the other characters aren't doing anything. You get like Orihime and Chad and the uh, Quincy are all talking to each other. They're like, we have tr- we have to have faith in Ichigo. He's risking his life to save Ruki. And this is fucking Yu-Gi-Oh shit. Orihime is like, no matter how strong Ichigo's spiritual pressure gets, the scent is the same. Yep. It's Ichigo. So she <laughs> smells his power. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is some like Yu-Gi-Oh shit, like cheerleaders on the side. Yeah, like yeah. You, could, you could cut all these scenes out. You keep saying anyway. Yu-Gi-Oh, but it's just straight showing. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, it is. I, I, I say Yu-Gi-Oh. I say Yu-Gi-Oh because it's one, it's the one I remember the most because I read it most recently. And two, because it's the funniest to imagine to, to compare it to a card game, fucking manga more than like Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, but uh, uh, three, but you could cut these scenes out in any fucking show, and it doesn't make a fucking difference. Like, oh, I I see they're doing well. I see they're doing poorly. Oh, yeah. Well, it shows that they're miles away, but they can feel the fight happening. It's just it also shows that. But does that like have to be eight pages? <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Uh, it's two seven. Uh, no, I guess not. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend that. Yeah. You also get this thing again where uh, I was getting weird vibes where it's like Orihime is waiting to see Ichigo win and uh, the Quincy's watching her and he's like, you know, if you don't come back for her, you'll have to answer to me. Where I'm like, oh, those are some interesting love angles we're going through. Love angles. Love triangles. Well, I don't know what nah. shape this would become. <laughs> this is some obtuse love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Byaku yes, pulls out his offense only. He's like, I don't defend with this anymore. Uh, his Bankai is just the million swords. Senbun yeah. Zakura Kageyoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this is a funeral column of a thousand blades. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And so as he as he's fighting him, suddenly like Ichigo's like, "Wow, he's fast. He's getting faster since he like transformed to this." And Byakuya is like, "Actually, that's not true. You're getting slower. You're just getting more tired as this is going on." I like that touch a lot. Me I thought too. that was really especially because cool. yeah. for the first form, Ichigo was able to parry all the pedals and stuff, but Byakuya was just standing there, like he wasn't expending any energy. Yeah. Whereas you know Ichigo was tiring himself out fighting all these like pedals. And now, now they're slowing down, and then he, like, summons a sword from the sword column into Ichigo's foot, and Ichigo's like, ah, and then he points a finger at his chest, and then we get our, like, second use of keto, that magic stuff in this... This is so weird how infrequently this is used, but Byaku is like a keto master, so it makes sense for him to do it, like, the, him using magic. And he shoots a laser through Ichigo's shoulder, and Ichigo, like, drops down, and he's like... Well, you're you're done now. And then we get the same kind of thing with like Kimpachi where he's like, I, I gotta fight more, I gotta do don't better. Don't wanna die, I have to win. I yeah. don't I wanna win, I wanna win. And then as soon as the blade's about to come down, he grabs it with his hand. Yeah. And he's like, Fool, I told you, I can't allow you to die. And then we get Byakuya saying, Who who are you? And he says, I have no name. And it's Ichigo with half hollow face. Yes, like the hollow mask. Yeah, yeah hollow. Ichigo's in control now, and it's not Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Now, now it's he's Yami Yugi now taking over. <laughs> or, uh, or uh, for Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> oh yeah, Jack the Ripper too. That's a good example too. Uh, and so this is 
how Sai was like, I remember this from this, and Phil's like, I remember this. So one of the first things I remember about Bleach is seeing people always drawing Ichigo with a mask. And I was always wondering, it's like, when does this mask come into play, this mask stuff? Because it's sort of like how I always saw Sasuke from Naruto with, like, crazy red eyes, the Sharingan. Uh, so it's like, I wonder when that shows up. And that shows up early on, whereas here it's like, it's pretty deep in. And then here at this fight, you're like, oh, it's his hollow self coming through and taking over his body. And it's like, it's kind of like typical, like, evil side of yourself where he's yelling at the main character being like, you're weak. Like, I have to do all the work for you. Yep. He's all of a sudden very vicious and aggressive. He's, and he's, He can teleport around really fast. He's firing off black Getsuga Tenchos, which we'll never see again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he's very strong and he's laughing the whole time. Yep. And then Ichigo, like, reaches up and then he starts tearing off the mask with his arm. Yeah. And getting rid of it. And he's like, ah! Oh, no. The Hollow is saying, leave this to me. We can win. And then Ichigo's like, uh, sorry about that, that that guy got in the way. And Byaki's yeah. like, Okay. <laughs> he, he already like kicked Byakuya's ass, though. So now, yeah, now it's an even fight because the hollow did half the work. Yeah. yeah. And then we get another thing with like Kenpachi and Ichigo where it's like, well, we only got one attack left in us, so let's just slam our swords together. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what? and Ichigo asks him, why didn't you try to save Rukia? And he's like, kill me, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Byakuya pulls out a new move. Last sight, White Emperor. Shuke Hakute Ken. And then Ichigo's like, I don't got a move like that, so... I'm coming for you, Byaku Yakuchki! And then they slam into each other, and it looks like, like, big angel wings. Yeah. On this is where side. I said like, it. I said it's like the Kamehameha stuff here, where yes. they're just like, let's just slam our energies into each other, one of us will lose. Yep. And so they do so, you see all the smoke clearing, and then a bunch of blood sprays out of Ichigo, then a bunch of blood sprays out of Byakuya, and they both drop down, and then he explains to him, since Byaku is defeated, he's like, so you want to know why I didn't try and save her, even though she's my sister? It's because lawbreakers must face justice. They must be punished according to their crimes. That is the law. Yeah, he's like, you can't sympathize for one's family. own kin. Familial devotion is nothing next to the law. Yeah. This is sly as he kills his family for not <laughs> submitting to his regime. Uh, yeah, exactly. I-, I find it funny how the fight just ends. He's like, you win. I give up. Um like, like it's, it's just it's just funny that he doesn't explode or anything after all this buildup. <laughs> <laughs> and he says too, uh, if like my family is one of the four noble houses, if we do not uphold the law, who will? And Ichigo's like, "You're fucking dumb. Fight the law." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I really like this conversation a lot. But it's like it is funny how it's like Sly said. Uh, Ichigo just laughs at him. He's like, "I win," and Rakia falls down, or he yeah. may shows up. The whole gang shows up, and they're like, "Hey, we were worried about you." And he's like. Yeah, no big deal. I just slammed my big sword into the Byakuya. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like, too, how the cha- the way the chapter ends now is related to the law, because the whole thing has been like, he's like, I have to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. And we see some people going to the Central 46, uh, where all the the council is. We yeah. see Little Boy and Cat Girl. That's not Cat Girl. That's not Cat Girl. It's another big boost. That's Rengiku. She is there for titillation almost entirely. She does nothing the entire series but just show you cleavage. Uh, she fights. She's the my she's the my violence. She does fight, yeah, she but she's time. she's in very few fights. <laughs> yep. And then they that's, go. That sucks. Hot take. I think that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Definitely. Uh, they're going into the council to see what's going on, and mm. the entire council is fucking murdered. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh shit, this is like a big twist. I, I thought yeah, so. because then it's like, oh, we still haven't solved out who killed Aizen. Like, what happened mm-hmm. there? And they tell you in the start of the next chapter, they give you some backstory on the way, like, the council works. And they say, like, this council, not even captains are allowed to dissent once they uh, enforce, once they have a ruling. 
Mm-hmm. And the entire council chamber, not only is it a slaughterhouse, but they their blood is like old. So they were killed a while ago and mm-hmm. the seals were all still good on the inside. So someone in here killed all of them. Yeah, someone had gotten somehow in undetected and killed them and then sent orders acting as the council because people have been getting yes. orders from butterflies, which is how the council communicates, I guess. And the butterflies tell them, it's like, hey, you need to go and kill like Ichigo and his friends and stuff. So then they turn around, they see Izuru, who is, he's another big, like, fan favorite. A lot of people like him. and He's got those, like, sad, melancholy eyes on the He's got hair over one side of his, like, face and stuff. And he is Gein's second in command. Oh, that's a a guy? Yeah. I thought it was a girl. No. (laughs) You would see their cleavage if it was a girl. Okay. I I think there's some, like, Rukia doesn't. Rukia, this is something I like. I eventually wanted to talk about. Rukia is great because she is never sexualized throughout the series, and she's also never thrown into situations where it's like she's like this because she's a woman. Whereas Orihime, like, they get to points where it's like they talk about her girly feelings for Ichigo and stuff. Whereas Rukia is always treated as another like person, which I've always really like enjoyed about her character. She's really neat, and you don't feel guilty for liking her. So uh, he's the assistant captain to Gin, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, oh, it's that smiling guy who we're, we suspect for being a villain. Yep. And, and then they, they yeah. chase after him, uh, Toshiro, little boy. And the big boob lady is his assistant captain. And so they're chasing after him. And he's like, hi, I just wanted to like pull you away from there. That's all my job's been. And then he lets the little boy know. It's like, do you know Momo has been following you this entire time? And I skipped a whole bunch of stuff where... Momo got a letter from Aizen after, like, before Aizen died, he said, it's little boy is the one who's probably going to try and kill me. So now Momo tries to fight little boy, and she's, like, crying while doing so because she's his friend. And she's like, I literally have no goddamn idea what's going on, but it was Captain Aizen's writing, and I have to fight you because you killed him. And Gein's just, like, smiling while watching all this stuff. And so there's, like, a lot of conflict going on between them. And Toshiro cares for Momo, even though she's trying to kill him. And so he heads back to the uh, the place where all the people had died, because that's apparently where Momo was heading since she was following him. And then you have this assistant captain, Gein's assistant captain, with little boy's assistant captain fighting each other, essentially. They have uh, what I think is a cool fight, too, because uh, he's just attacking uh, Big Boob Lady, and she's <laughs> blocking, 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 blocking. And he's like, hmm, how many times did you just block me? My special power... Is that each time I strike something, that it doubles the weight of what it struck. Mm-hmm. So each time you parry him, your your sword's getting heavier and heavier, which I thought was really cool. Because then yes. it's like, how, how? What do you do? And and the idea is because his name is his sword's name is Wabisuke, which means the penitent one. And after it gets so heavy, you just have you like fall to your knees and like bow your head because the weight of the attacks. Yeah, the pen- you become yeah. Pe- look like you're penitent, like yeah. head down yeah. and everything. That's so pretty part, cool. Part of the reason I did include this was to show you where it's like, uh, we're having to skip a lot of these like Bankais and Shikai abilities and stuff, but it shows you where Kubo can do some really cool things with the swords where you're like, oh, this is such like a, a clever thing rather than my sword's just a spear now, which is another guy's ability. Yeah. Uh, this sword is like, every time he strikes, it doubles the weight and it's like, oh, this is like, you could use this in such interesting ways in like different fights. Like, yeah. he ends up fighting a guy later on where he tries hitting his wings because he can fly to make him heavier. And then I think he's, like, immune to it or something. It's something <laughs> stupid. Uh, I do th- We keep calling her Big Boob Lady. She's here for Big Boob. I do think it's cool. She says, uh, when he, oh, your sword is heavier now. And she's just like, so what? It's not like I'm twirling like a baton. I'm going to smash your face with it anyway. So 
The yeah, heavier you make, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, the, she actually she uses her shikai, which is her sword turns into mist essentially, or like ash that she can wield. And yeah, stuff. but she so said, it doesn't matter how heavy it is. I know, but I think it's yeah. I basically think it's a cool line. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a minor thing about her that is kind of interesting is that she's the childhood friend of Gein, and she really cares about him, and he's always protected her. So you get some like backstory of like conflict of like she doesn't know why everyone like why Gein is doing this or acting so strange, and you get like cross loyalties where she's loyal to a little boy captain, and little boy captain wants to kill Gein type of a deal and momo's loyal to aizen and aizen said that little boy captain was the one that killed him so yeah, then there's he... a lot of a lot of cool like not knowing who's the villain they're all yeah it's like not... why yeah. why are you doing this there's a lot of conflicting emotions and stuff yeah but we cut to momo and Gein is now here little snake guy and he's leading her through here he's like hey check out this place where like all these people are dead and stuff and she's like i i have no idea why you're bringing me here like what are you planning on doing He's like, there's something I want you to see. And he says, turn around, check this out. And she turns around, and it's Captain Eisen, the Otacon <gasps> standing there with a big smile on his face. And, yeah, he's happy to see her. How have you been? I'm alive. She's yep. crying and hugging him. And he's like, I'm sorry, I had to deceive you. You know, I, I, and you must have been heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I had to do something, and I had to stay hidden. And she's crying and, like, leaning into him. And she's like, you know, just knowing you're alive is enough for me. And he says, thank you, Momo. Our time together was a joy. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And he just <laughs> stabs through her. She's head in his chest. Murder, She looks her. up and says, Captain? And uh, he looks down with no emotion in his face. And then she drops. And he says, let's go, Gein. <gasps> this actually was a, a surprise to me. Because I was like, yeah. Yeah. definitely yeah. two captains against each other. But... I'm like, oh my god, this is all a setup, and they're all working together. <laughs> I'm so, yeah, I'm so I, glad. <laughs> yeah, I was into this twist. Yeah, I, I, I thought because he, he, he's like dorky guy with glasses. He's just there to feel bad for him when he dies. Me but, too. Oh no, he's, and then he's alive, and you know, he's not only he's not just dorky guy. He's also the bad guy. Especially, oh. like, Gein is so evil the whole time. You're like, obviously, it's him. But yeah. Gein is second in command to Aizen. Aizen I has been doing this the whole time. That it blew my mind. Big... And even with the, the, the cherry picking you did, like, I I, dealt, I felt really bad for Momo here. Because, like, she, her yeah. whole world was shattered when Aizen died. And then he kills her. So then, like, now little boy walks in, sees a Momo in a pool of blood. He, <laughs> earlier, if you remember, said... Uh, if you ever if you make Momo bleed, I'll kill you. Yeah. And he sees standing above her body, Gein and Aizen, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we're evil." He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, well, "What happened? What are you guys doing?" And it's like, "Well, this was our tactic. We have to divide and conquer. It's the basic way of conquering the enemy." And after seeing Momo, he's like, "How could you have done this?" And Aizen says, "Oh, I'm sorry. I should have chopped her up and hidden the pieces. <laughs> I didn't mean for you to find out like this." Yeah. So yeah, he's this guy's pretty evil. <laughs> Yeah, And he says, like, you catch on really slowly. We've been working together since the beginning. Since I became a captain, no one has been my lieutenant but Gein. Like, fuck Momo. Yeah, so before they even, like, joined the Soul Society, he's like, this has been my plan all along and stuff. Yeah, and and we get some backstory where, like, how Momo just wanted to become a Soul Reaper just to serve at Aizen's side. Yep. And he's like, yeah, adoration is great because then she won't question me. And then Adoration is the state furthest from understanding. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then this is when I was like, "This is why maybe people why people like little boy because his like f- form, his like transformed his form bankai, is re- his bankai is really cool looking." Th- that's also Daigurin the other cool th- 
That's also the other cool thing is before everyone does Bankai, they always have to say Bankai. So you're like, <gasps> you get that little boost of energy before you yeah. see the big <sighs> transformation. It looks like his sword pommel becomes like this, like mul- like the star basically with all these angles. And then he has like these huge wings coming out of his dragon back. Wings. So his Shikai, his, his normal ability is he controls like an ice dragon that he moves around. And now here he pretty much becomes the ice dragon. And he is actually pretty OP because not only does he like form ice, he actually controls water. So he can freeze water. That's so when he's fighting people around them, he's like, ah, oh, you're just frozen now. And then they just freeze and yeah. die. Well, if Iceman, if Maximus has any indication, he, uh, he should be able to just kill people just by thinking it because he can control the water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's like water around him. So at least there's like you keep your distance. Maybe you stand a chance. But it mm. doesn't matter. Aizen's like, uh, you should make rash threats. It makes you seem weak. And Aizen uses one swing attack and immediately takes him down and he's done and he falls the wings like those big ice wings are just shattered just blood spraying and he's like i'm the real last boss bitch (laughs) this is why i wasn't i was like what's big boy what's big deal little boy blue because uh he just gets uh, he just seems like he's being jobbed just to make the bad guy look but i I think people including myself i like sometimes seeing a character that looks like they could have been really strong even though you Mm -hmm. don't get to see their full potential because it lets the imagination fill in where you're like yeah oh that would have been really cool but this guy's just so strong he also has a toe-to-toe fight against Gein in like an earlier chapter that that's where i think a lot of people ended up liking him because then Gein's using his sword that extends out super far which i i think we're gonna skip this Gein's Bankai is that he can make his sword stretch up to eight miles in a nanosecond. Wow. Which is very strong. Yeah, that's, so that's very what fast. I said. Love. One guy fucking million swords, one guy fucking makes a sword the size of the planet. And that's, that's <laughs> well, this is just like really fast swords. No, it's really long, too. It is really like long, yeah. the size of a city. Whoop. Yeah, I, I think that's really cool, though, that Gein has that. So... Aizen beats him, and then we have the he- the captain of like the healing division shows up, and she's like, "Oh, I, I you're just your traitor, Aizen. I knew I would find you here because she's like she's really smart." And she had su- she had fi- suspected earlier that the- Aizen's body was not real or something. Yeah, that there's something. She thought there was something wrong. She didn't know it was not real. She's just like something's like weird with this. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you mean this body that I'm holding up, this doll?" And suddenly he's holding up like a fake body of himself, and they're like. When did he have this? Well, he says this isn't a doll. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're like, when did he get the doll? And he's like, I had it in my hand this entire time. No, Daryl, he said it isn't a doll. <laughs> I had it in my hand this entire time. <laughs> until now. And they're like, huh? I didn't yeah. allow you to see it. And he says, watch, I'll unbind the spell. Shatter Kyoko Sugetsu. The best ability in all of Bleach. The, the, just the most OP garbage ability his sword's ability he explains is he creates illusions and basically whatever he wants you to see you see when he uses it yep it's pretty strong and he's like hey i i just got i gathered everyone together uh, so to do it uh we didn't explain this but all the captains have to go into bankai in order to become captains that's why it's like oh that's why they're strong because they have to unleash their sword's second form and he said uh-huh. so when i when we had all the captains gather around watching me um, the only way to hypnotize people under this spell is if I release it and you're looking at it. Like, I release my sword. And so everyone's under control, and this lasts forever. I can just activate it whenever I unleash my sword and stuff. Yeah, it's very broken. And they, they explain this this minor thing, which is another thing we had to skip for. There's one blind captain on the team. He's also, he's a, another black character. Oh, it's a, it's a man? Show. Yeah. 
Assume everyone's a man unless they have big boobs lie. <laughs> unless okay. they're sexualized. Okay. Momo wasn't really sexualized. <laughs> yeah, but I... I but there yeah. was a level of, like, the doting... Mm, yeah, that's the thing. I guess they have to act that's in not, a girly I don't think manner. that's sexual. I mean, that's like... I think that I read it as a more sexual element. I didn't read it as a sexual element. I read it as like, you know, like an innocent crush. Okay, so then, so they're either sexualized or infantized. (laughs) Sure, yeah. I'll I'll take that. Or Rukia. (laughs) Yeah. Or Rukia. Rukia, The one lone character. So the the other, this black character is, is blind. And he's he's one of the ones that fought against like Kempachi and stuff. Captain Tozen, right? Yeah, and he's, Phil would really like him. His whole thing is about justice. He wants... He's trying to follow the path as the least bloodshed because someone that he cared about in his past was murdered by someone. And he's like, you know what? Like, justice needs to exist in this world in order for it, like, it to be just, but it needs to be as bloodless as possible. And so this was, like, this is a really cool twist because he's all about, like, because he even says, like, earlier where they're, like, all the captains have to go and fight uh, Ichigo and friends. He's like, I really don't like fighting. I really don't want to do this. And he fights uh, Uryu at one point, and he just knocks him out just, like, instantly because he's like, I don't even want to, this to be combat. And so him being a part of Aizen's team is a great twist because you're, like, the guy that's most concerned about justice and pacifism is on his team. Yeah, because they say that the... Yeah, they say that the hypnotism doesn't work on a blind person, so they're like, well, what about him? Yeah. yeah. I, I like that idea a lot, because you can, ha- like, it's kind of like, you know, whenever you talk about power and stuff, like, it, maybe you do bad things, but, like, you, in the end, create a less bloody way mm-hmm. of doing it, like, yeah. you know, like like Death Note. It's like, well, if I just kill the bad people, I can make a better world, even though people have to die, it's the, they're gonna, the net gain will still be better. Yep. And that's that's essentially his motivation for joining Eisen is he's basically like whoever has the the easiest path to get to that bloodless thing. It's like Eisen's so strong, I'm gonna follow him. And so uh, Eisen teleports away, and the blind guy grabs Rukia and Renji and teleports them back to the place where Ichigo fought Byakuya. And now Eisen's like, "Hey, I need Rukia, Renji, so leave her right here." I, I was worried they're gonna kidnap her again. <laughs> I was like, this is the fuck this manga. I wouldn't, I would not put it past Kubo. <laughs> so, uh, we skip ahead a little bit again. And, uh, Ichigo shows up to rescue them. And he's like, him and Renji are now going to team up to fight against Aizen. I loved this, even though it was like obvious once he became a good guy. I'm like, they have to team up the, the two yeah. past rivals. Yep. But it's still cool. Yep. And yeah, Vegeta just, and Goku basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's this cool thing of them like teaming up and Aizen's like, it makes no difference whether or not you guys are together or not. And Renji's explaining to him, it's like, my sword's broken from like the fight with Byakuya, but I can still like do a couple hits in on him, so we'll try and do this. And I have a special move where I make all the blade pieces fly in the air and then you that'll give you an opening. Yep. Ba- baboon bite or whatever. Yep, so he does it. They all, like, fly at him, and then Ichigo rushes forward in Bankai mode, so he's super fast, and as he goes to hit him, Aizen, with one <laughs> finger, blocks his sword, and then he just holds it in place while he, like, cuts Ichigo almost, like, right in half. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, I should've cut you, in, like, I should've, that should've cut you in half in one shot, but... I must have miscalculated. Cool, and then and then he just walks by Renji. Renji explodes into blood too. He's so fucking strong. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes over to Rukia, and then I had to cut out a ton of chapters because this is where we get the first of many Aizen exposition scenes where he's just gonna talk all over a person's body while the chapter goes on, and. Oh, apparently, uh, back when Rukia was looking for a body to go into when she was in soul form back in the material world, 
she found Mr. Hat and Clogs, and Mr. Hat and Clogs has this MacGuffin. It's called the Hogyoku, which is going to become the major part of the next arc. And it's this thing that can uh, break down the barrier between hollow selves and like Shinigami, the Soul Reaper self. So it can turn hollows into pretty much like Soul Reapers and Soul Reapers into hollows. And he couldn't destroy it after he had made it, so he just tried to hide it away. And he put it inside Rukia's fake body. And so it got, like, attached to Rukia somehow. And so in order to get it out, you had to use that giant phoenix weapon to break her out. And then Aizen's like, or you just do this. And then he, like, pulls it out of her chest. And then afterwards, all the other captains that were, like, inviting each other jump up. And they're like, hey, wait a second, Aizen. What are you doing? And when they go to fight him, he summons a giant, like, dimensional hole in the sky where hollows are from. And he's basically teleporting away. He's, like, lifting off into the air. And as he does so, he says... No one ever stood atop the heavens before. Not you, or I, or the gods. But the unbearable vacancy of heaven's throne ends now. From now on, and he takes off his glasses, crushes them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will stand at the top. Goodbye, Soul Reapers. Goodbye, Ryoka boy. You're interesting for a human. And then it just gets sucked into the void. So, so another Yu-Gi-Ohism, uh, he calls everyone, he calls uh, like Yugi boy, uh, Pegasus, uh, Kaiba boy. So I, I I thought here I'm like this is this seems like the end of a second act and then there would be a third act where they fight him. How can there be four? How can there be? How can there be two more after? I don't I don't get so it. So the next arc we'll be going into. So that ends the Soul Society arc. Well, the one thing I left out, which is like kind of a bummer, but it's like this is already so long. Is Rukia says goodbye to Ichigo and she's like I'm going to be staying in Soul Society now like with them and I'm going to be trying to help them because now that Aizen he took two other captains with him so they're missing three captains now and they've just gone off into the uh, the place where Hollows live so she's like I'm going to stay with them and he's like okay well I'm going to go into the real world and then they say like they're, they're sad goodbye because they're not going to see each other again and then that's wow. that that closes that arc. So you're like, okay, nah, they got to go fight Aizen. He's going to be like making hollows stronger. So now he's going to form his own hollow top 10 generals, the Espada. Uh, by the by the way, you guys were like, oh, Clark Kent's dumb. Uh, uh, dumb secret, secret identity. Uh, it's funny because when he takes off his glasses, he goes from being Otacon to looking more like I'm an actual villain now. Well, he also <laughs> slicks his hair back. I don't like it. I, 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 like if... If we have fucking Otacon as a, as a final villain of Bleach, like, I would be like, ha, but he doesn't actually look like, friend, like an anime villain by the end. Just yeah. His- yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to spoil it for you guys. Aizen no! is my favorite character in Bleach. He just does the most bullshit things coming up. It, it's, it's like you get to a point. Like, remember I said I like Death's Head 2 because if anyone fights him, they lose. <laughs> That's yeah. that's the rule of Aizen. You fight him and he's like, he's really strong. Like, do you remember how he was just beating everyone without even going into, like, Bankai mode? And you're like, how can he be this strong? It will never be explained. He's just that strong. That's just him. He's just really strong. Wow. And you tell me that <laughs> Superman is... Uh, is Superman <laughs> killing people? No. If uh, uh, Superman uh, turns into a villain, I'll be like, this is a cool villain. <laughs> I want people to die. That's, that's <laughs> Well, so I want him to fight other people that are like, you're this person's OP. And Aizen's like, no, they're not. And then he just beats them in one hit. So are you guys, where do you think you stand with Bleach? Are you still like on board with it? Or are you like, uh, I feel like I like I got my fill of it. I like it. I, I think that you put it a good way. I think I got my fill of it. Oh, no. <laughs> like I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the second part, but like it didn't 
Like, there were scenes that I really liked, and, like, I don't really have any complaints about it, but, like, it didn't, like, resonate or grab me nearly as much as, like, the first parts did. Yeah. Like, the, the more personal stories, like, with Orihime or, like, him, like, embracing to be, like, the hero and stuff. Yep. And, like, here, like, I enjoyed it, but then, like, before you recorded, I was like, I read this, like, four or five days ago. I don't remember at all what happened and then as we were going through it i was like wait no i do i, I like the giant i like the like big phoenix moments and everything but it felt more like cool moments than like a story i was engaged with hmm. so i'm gonna hate you daryl i think by the end of this <laughs> it's gonna get real bad <laughs> yeah but i might like it that like okay i don't mean i'm gonna like it more like there's no way i'm gonna say that stuff's better than this but i might be more like I might have more fun reading it that's more, like, really bad yeah. than, like, the stuff that I'm, like... Like, we, we, this episode, I feel like we had a lot more, like, this is a shonen thing, this is a shonen thing, yep. which, you know, is not always my favorite. We do so. have a few more character moments I'm including in, because they're the last ones we'll ever see in the series <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, next time. What about you guys? Uh, so, um, maybe it's because I haven't read my hair academia like uh, my standards are lower for shonen because <laughs> uh, like when you guys are saying this fight is like this I'm like that's every fucking shonen fight I've ever seen like it's always back and forth this and that my only problem is it's is, uh, well when I, read, when I read the first part it was original but it wasn't something I was really hooked into mm-hmm. uh, it, it was it was, uh, it was uh, I enjoyed what I read but it's like it's like how f- Phil or you usually react to other things like oh it was fine what I read but I'm not gonna go hunt more for it this I would probably read more of. My problem is it does. I can see why it gets bad because it is it is dragging out fucking everything at this point. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, so it's so like this is this is like <laughs> right, right now. Uh, so basic example example I always use the most because the most recent manga I've read recently, uh, One Punch Man. This is like the point where Daryl said this is the the, show, the the book got bad. Where I thought it was still pretty good, where the fights are getting more dragged out, but uh, Saitama mm-hmm. still shows up and punches people with one punch at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus, uh, I'm assuming it's gonna be like Volume Two, where it just fucking never ends. All these random fights, like yeah. it just goes on and on forever. Yeah. What about you, Phil? I really like it. I'm like, I said this before the sh- the, we recorded, but I'm like, I'm g- definitely gonna watch the anime now because I want <laughs> I want to see this again. But I do recognize, like you said, like like you guys have all said. This is dragging, and like I, the way I feel, like at this point we're at right now, I'm like, this could have one final like arc where they go into the hollow dimension, fight Aizen, and then should end. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I know it doesn't end there, I'm like, that sucks. But I, I'm fine watching up until it gets shitty and just stopping. Mm-hmm. Actually, and and what's even worse is a lot of times like you're you're ready for the Aizen fight, but the Aizen stuff is where people say it gets bad, and then it just keeps getting worse as it goes on. Yeah, after that's that. really unfortunate. And and like yeah. Sly said, it's because it's dragging on like. A big thing about Bleach, like, you start to pick up on it during this chapter, and I was wondering whether or not to include some fights in the very first arc we did, like, him, just, like, some fights against some other hollows, like the one that Chad was fighting and stuff, is because you get to a point where Kubo's not going to surprise you anymore with how the fights go, where, like... Ichigo's just gonna get up and fight and beat yeah. them in one hit, right? Like, yeah. you see that again and again. You get a couple of smart moments where it's like Renji attacking the one, two, three times, but that doesn't matter. It's just get up and hit him. And then, like, Byakuya gets faster than him and beats him, but then it's like, I'm uh, pulling out my hollow form and fighting you. Yeah, I, I I was gonna say this. Like, I always, like, I you know, I enjoy Shonen, but I think it's, an, it's a problem inherent in the genre almost always where... It, it like the longer it goes on the worse it's going to get because you're not going to be interesting after a while because you you're inevitably going to repeat like yeah. like i really like gurren Logan 
but it ends after 24 episodes uh, or 50 26 yeah and shonen as a medium i feel like the nature of having everything be around fighting mm-hmm. it's like you can only up the stakes for so long before it's a parody of itself it's like how yeah. you said when ichigo gets stabbed through their heart you're no longer sitting there and being like yeah. well because oh i need to talk about this too the other frustrating thing is kubo doesn't kill off characters you know momo she's still alive she's not dead Oh my god! And yeah, she'll be yeah, she'll yeah, be in the yeah. next arc. Not every single one of these captains you see, they'll be in the next arc. All their assistant captains will be in the next arc, yeah, and all of them will be sucks. fighting Aizen's ten generals and all of their ten underlings. So you have thirteen and thirteen versus ten and ten, and it takes so long to get through, and it just doesn't matter because no one's gonna die in those fights either. Well, that's a, that's a, that's one problem of showing in a lot of cases. Dragon Ball. Never let anyone die. Like, they had to fucking bring back Yamcha how many times. Like, <laughs> like, even if they have nothing to do with character, they'll keep the... They, they have to fucking keep yeah. the character alive. It's, it's just a thing. They, they don't know when to let characters go. Yeah. Like, like people bitch about comic books having constant resurrections, but mm-hmm. the reason why comic characters get resurrected is usually because another writer's like, I want to tell a story of this character, so I'm going to bring it back and tell this big story with him. So that's why, like, me and Ryan always say, like, it sucks this death was undone, but this great story happened later with this character. But, like... With a manga, it's just that they just spin their wheels after a certain point forever, basically. Yeah, yeah, comic characters rarely come back from the dead for no reason. Like, it's usually, like, for some purpose, like Sly said. So, like, when you resurrect characters and then, like, Yamcha, and then don't do anything with them, it's like, what's it? Why? Yeah. What's no, the I totally there, there are some that. deaths that, like, are, feel more meaningful if they happen. I will, I'll defend. I think Momo staying alive is good because something is going to happen in the next arc that is okay. amazing with her. But uh, other than that, it's like it, it. you do get to this point where it's like there's no stakes if no one's getting killed. And plus, like mm-hmm. you've seen here, all of these captains and stuff, they become essentially all all of them become the good guys. And it's this weird like thematic difference where you're like you were trying to kill Ichigo so hard and you treat everyone outside the city so shittily. And even within own captain society where it's like Kenpachi kills people that he meets and other guys capture them. It's like, do you guys have any kind of like semblance of rules or regulations about how to capture intruders and stuff? Uh, yeah, the rules. You wash your hands before you come in, and you don't eat off the floor. There's just a bunch of really strong people that get to do what they want because they're really strong. Yeah, it's it's like you don't care about their society because their society is pretty shitty. Yeah. And one thing I want to say, just to go back about one thing you were to, I agree with everything you just said, Daryl. But one point you made about how you feel like there's no stakes because nobody could die. Yeah. I like frequently think about like death as a plot device, and like you can have a story with stakes where nobody dies but when the entire world and story is based around who is the best with swords then like then you need death as stakes because like if you're constantly having if every scene is a bit it ends up with a big fight then what's the point if nobody dies or if you have like villains that are like i'm here to kill you where it's like eisen steps through momo it's like why would he not kill her there yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, did she just fuck up, or did she just come back from dead? Oh, I'm yeah. wrong. The Central yeah. 46 died. There you go. There's your only oh, yeah. people. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, cool. Um, so, as a preface for next time, so Ichigo, every arc has pretty much, like, introduces a new type of, like, power, like, magic system that Ichigo gets to be a part of, and none of the other people, like, get to, like, join up, but it just creates more new characters, because next time, Ichigo's going to join up with the Visards. And they're people that use masks when they fight and stuff because they, they've learned to harness their hollow form. So basically, when you're reading through the next arc, Ichigo's going to put on his mask because he's learned to control that form. And he stays in control during it instead of his hollow dude. 
And we're going to skip all the visor and stuff. Like, you're never going to see any of them because they do nothing. They're useless. <laughs> you know, this uh, sounds like uh, when the when Power Rangers being adapted. Like, you know, they have a set of toys. And they're like, yeah. oh, here's Power Rangers Zeo. Yeah. Here's all these Zero powers. Here's New Zeo Zords. And the yep. next season had Power Rangers Turbo and all Zero powers are gone. They've explained it. Like, but but imagine doing all that but still keeping... Uh, the Power Rangers, like, all the other toy lines. So then you got, like, Zeo next to the regular ones, next to the Mystic ones. Like, they're all mm-hmm. still in the same comics doing stuff together. And you're like, just, like, come, like, cut down the characters, please. Especially when they're doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one quick editorial note. Uh, next time, we're actually taking a break from talking about Bleach to do oh, a Halloween bummer! Episode. Shoot. And, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be spooky. This will be the first year ever that we don't talk about Junji Ito. Just <laughs> I know, but it will be very, very fun, and I think everyone will like it. And then after that, we'll be back for more bleach. <laughs> part three and part four. We've got three more arcs to cover. Technically, two. We're skipping Fullbringer, sadly. What a shame. What a shame. Also, we are only twenty-five percent of the way through bleach, so we have oh a lot to go. God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, while you're missing us because we're not it's not going to be every week it's just when we do these extra bleach parts if they spill over the following week i'll have the second half so like they'll still be a week off after halloween so if you're dying for more content you should as always go to flying machine network you should listen to losers they just did an episode on the 1994 oscars which uh on who deserved it more, Anna Paquin in the film, or, or no, sorry, Anna Paquin in the piano, or Holly Hunter in the film. Firm. I can't read. It's the firm. <laughs> but yeah, you should, uh, you should, <laughs> you should listen to those and all the losers episodes. They're great, and you find them at FlyingMachine.network. <sighs> so thank you for listening to another episode of Bleach here on Divisive Issues. I've been following all the rules so I could be let into the gate. I know that was last time, but I thought about it after the fact. <laughs> you could tell I'm a guy because I have no big boobs. <laughs> I've been putting on a mask so I can slap Daryl with my big sword. <laughs> and you thought this was a comic book podcast? Shatter, Kukatsugetsu. This is a manga <laughs> podcast. I love Aizen. Stay in continuity. I give you... The Incredible Flying Machine!